Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas and Caballeros. Welcome back to another edition of Leaving Green Radio. I'm your host, Dave Duenas. Uh I'm all by myself today, man. Unfortunately, everybody's out and about, or not out and about, but having things to do and stuff. So, uh, you know, um, so I got a call, uh, and I've been wanting to interview uh, Devin Haley, and this was the only day that it was available uh, for him to come on at this time. So that's why it was just kind of out of the blue, um, and that's why I'm on so early right now. At what twelve thirty? What's not early? I mean, it's news lunchtime, right? And stuff. But I mean, it's, I think it's a good time. What's up, uh, Joel Lopez? Forty, um, doing good, man. I hope everybody else is doing really good. I hope everybody else is still, uh, you know, functioning. Haven't went stir crazy, uh, being stuck at the uh, shelter placement or whatever quarantine, whatever you want to call it. Um, dude, I, I gotta tell you guys, I'm I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of being home and stuff. You know. Uh, I've been, like, cooking and, and, like, being on YouTube, checking out, like, recipes, man, making different, like, uh, uh, different types of tortas and, you know, uh, huaraches and, you know, even learn how to make, like, uh, sopes, but out of scratch, you know, like, masa and everything. Man, bro, I got mad respect for my grandma because my grandmother used to make, like, fresh tortillas for everybody. And there was, like, either 8 or 12 people in the house. And, you know, I mean, I was, like, over here you know, twisting and turning the masa and everything. And but I had to, I literally had to stop like every, I don't know, like three minutes or so just to rest my biceps. And I, I was just like, damn, no wonder why when my, my grandma used to smack me, I used to feel it all the way down to my toes. It would tickle and all that, you know, it hit me because I, I did something wrong, which, you know, is the old school Mexican way. You know, they didn't sit you down and talk to you, right? They, my grandmother would smack you. And then, and didn't have to explain, she knew, you know, because you knew what you were doing was wrong and stuff, you know. Like, we had a curfew. I don't know if you guys, but we had a curfew when I was growing up in downtown San Jose. Um, you had to be inside the house by 5 p.m., no matter what. You know, you had to be home right after school, check in, drop off your bags. If you had homework, do your homework, and then you could take off, you know, wherever you wanted to go, uh, across the street. And, and in those times... Um, in my neighborhood in downtown, it was really, really safe because everybody looked out for each other. But at five o'clock, if you didn't show up, my grandmother would give you like mm, a big old smack, man, right in the back of your neck and stuff. And you could feel it all the way down to your toes. So you knew she didn't have to explain it to you. She knew that, that you know, well, you knew that uh, you were wrong and you showed up late. Anyways, uh, man, we got some really funky weather over here in Northern California. I don't know if you can hear the helicopters. Uh, flying over us, and uh, there, I do live nearby a hospital, so I don't know if it's going to the nearby hospital, which is Memorial, or if it's going to Kaiser, or if they're heading out to uh, San Jose. So I hope I was able to hook this up correctly. Um, it looks like I had to have Skype on at the same time, so let me know if you guys can hear me on YouTube. Let me know if you guys can hear me on uh, Blog Talk, and uh, Devin Haley is going to be calling in uh, at 1 o'clock here on Leaving the Ring. So there's a lot of talks right now about uh, Dana White uh, possibly holding a fight at the Tashi Palace, which is uh, up about, I want to say about three hours away from here where I'm at in Riverbank, uh, Modesto area. I've been there before. It's actually a really nice uh, uh, venue. It's out in the middle of nowhere. It's a very small casino. It's not a very large casino, uh, but they've held fights. Goose and Tootie used to hold a lot of fights outside and inside. Uh, Audrey Ward used to perform there. 
So it is a really nice venue. Um, kind of curious because, you know, uh, the California SAC uh, uh, State Athletic Commission, they're not in sync of what Dana White is saying. So that's going to be pretty interesting what, how it goes down because, look, listen, the truth of the matter is anybody in the medical field, they're on the front lines right now of trying to deal with this coronavirus or COVID-19, okay? So there's a lot of, a lot of staff that are at the hospital that are doing, doing a lot of OT, okay? Um, they're even starting to say they're kind of shorthanded. You're not just shorthanded, but shorthanded when it comes to equipment and, uh, and whatnot, right? So I'm curious about who Dana White and the UFC organization, um, who's going to be out there to check on these fighters. If these fighters get hurt, you know, uh, obviously they're going to be more exposed going to a hospital. How is this all going to be arranged? Is it going to have, are they going to have big trailers out there so that it's nice and quarantined, everything's isolated so that it's all for the safety of the fighters? Obviously, there's going to be a lot more money dumped into the medical department if this is pulled off, if California uh, Athletic Commission do pull this off, allow this to happen. You know what they say, money talks, right? Um, so I- I'm kind of curious if that happens. I'm seeing that some promoters are they're really frowning on this here, you know, because it's all about the, sa- the safety of the fighters, but also the safety of the, of the staff that are going to be uh, – you know, dealing and broadcasting, trying to get this out to, to millions of millions of people out there. So really interesting stuff here. You know, interesting times, obviously, right? I mean, this is by far the craziest uh, time that I, it's been in my lifetime. And I've been around when the 9-11 happened. Um, you know, I was in the Bay Area. I mean, uh, I talked a little bit about it, um, of what happened there. And But to, to have a complete shutdown the way we are right now, yeah, yeah this is pretty uh, – Pretty intense, man, to tell you the truth, you know, and, and I'm definitely, I'm enjoying it, and then I'm not enjoying it, you know, like I told you, I'm like learning new recipes, because I'm stuck here with my, my chongos and stuff, you know, so, um, I, you know, and I'm trying to stay occupied, and then and, and trying to do more shows and stuff, um, really quick before I move on, uh, don't forget to press the subscribe button, uh, be sure to hit that little bell to notify you when we go live, and uh, make sure you hit that like button. The more you hit the likes, the more that we're going to be distributed out on YouTube so that more eyes and ears catch us and uh, we can have bigger shows uh, down the road. Um, if you missed the, what was it? I believe it was Sunday. Yeah, it was Sunday. Me and Johnny Zig, we did a show called uh, Beer, Boxing, and Quarantine. And it was at 10, a. 10, 10 p.m. And basically what we did is we, um, we hosted some old school fights that happened in the 90s. And, uh, you know, we just had some fun with it, to tell you the truth. You know, we commentated over them. Um, we threw up three fights. And, uh, you know, really what it was for, for our to keep us sane and have a few beers. And uh, because it's exactly what we would do if we were at each other's house. We would watch the fights, shoot the shit, talk about music, talk about movies, talk about whatever we could fit in between the rounds of the fights. And at the same time, of course, uh, throw back some suds. And that's what we did. And uh, we had a really good time and good reception. Um, you know, so hopefully we can do it either tomorrow. I was going to try to do it today, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, it all depends uh, if I can get everything organized and ready, set to go uh, here on Leaving the Ring. Again, um, we're going to throw some old fights, maybe two or three. It really depends. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what fights to throw on. So I got a long list of fights that, that we could definitely throw on that are kind of fast-paced, a lot of action, uh, so that, uh, uh, you know, we can have some fun. And if you're a, fi- if you're a fight fan that just kind of came into the sport uh, in the beginning of 2000, um, you're going to be able to see some fights that, you know, from the 70s and 80s and 90s that I'm going to end up posting up here on there on the uh, beer boxing and quarantine. Um, and then, again, our regular schedule program was trying to get that together, back together, but uh, Amilcar is on a quarant- uh, quarantine. He is in New York. Um, so he is at a shelter place. He's right now uh, somewhere where he has no access to internet or his computer, I believe. I'm not really quite sure and stuff. But um, so again, you know, I apologize. We haven't been on, on on Monday nights at 5 p.m. like I promised and stuff. But I am working on other things as well. Like I said, to try to keep things going. Just this early in the morning, I think it was like two in the morning. I put on Fisonados, Evan Rokowski's uh, new pod. 
So check that out. I haven't had a chance to listen to it. I've been really busy. I can tell I'm actually I'm I'm pretty burnt out, man. To tell you the truth, I'm, it's kind of weird. I think it's the allergies that man. There's a lot of allergies going around over here, um, in the in the valley and stuff. And I know in the bay, I was talking to my mom and she was telling me that she was having some problems, um, you know, breathing. That she got scared too. She's like, oh, I hope I don't have that, but she doesn't. It's just allergies, you know. There's a lot of allergies going on and stuff, you know. Um, you know, I was at the grocery store actually. Tell you this, this is a funny little story. I'm at the grocery store store, and you know, have you heard that like some people have been like, you know, because they're joking, they're 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 out there joking. There's a lot of people in fear of what's going on with this coronavirus, right? So they're coughing or, you know, they're doing it on purpose. So here I am in the aisle. I'm in the ice cream aisle. <laughs> I'm in the ice cream aisle, cookies aisle, okay? I need to get, like, my, I, I, you know, growing up, my grandfather, this is like, you know, he's from, from Mexico City, so it's a tradition of having pan dulce and, a, and some coffee at nighttime before they go to bed. Well, in my family, that's the way it was, okay? Or we get some galletas, cookies, or, or whatnot, right? So I'm kind of used to that. And so I get, kinda, I get cravings for a, a cup of coffee, a cup of joe, and, and some pastry, or, or if I can get some good pan dulce or some cookies, right? So here I am in this aisle, dude, looking for some cookies and stuff. And uh, at Sabart, so they have the, you know, regular cookies, whatever. And my allergies are pretty bad. So if I don't take my, my, my popping those two pills really quick, my eyes get like really itchy or my back of my throat. You probably heard me here on Leaving the Ring, um, you know, uh, uh, cough or whatever. And it's all because, you know, uh, of my allergies. So here I am and there's like, there's like a couple in front of me, well, like six feet away, away from me, and everybody's been like kind of respecting that, right? And then there's another, you know, down the aisle towards the end, there's another couple. So without even thinking about it, um, because what I was trying to do going in the store was I was trying to hold my cough or anything, right? Or rubbing my eyes or touching my face because I had gloves on. And uh, so here I am, and then all of a sudden, dude, just without even thinking, I went, <coughs> and the eyes, bro, just everybody just turned turned around. It was like Tupac, uh, Tupac song, right? All eyes on me. That's how I felt, you know? And then I was like, oh shit. So I got all red and I kind of just stormed out of there, uh, forgetting my cookies and everything. So I didn't get even get to have that, bro. Anyways. Uh, anyways. So, uh, what is everybody else up to, man? Uh, if you guys want to call in, certainly can, uh, 347-215-7598. Let's talk some boxing here. I know there's not a whole lot to talk about here on, um, leaving the ring. Um, you know, but I definitely, I'm always down to chop it up while we're waiting for Devin Haley here on, on Leaving Ring. I got everybody still calling me right now because I forgot. Like I told you, it was kind of a, um, you know, uh, out of the blue, right? Out of the blue. I'm sorry. I'm trying, to, trying to juggle about four or five things here on the show while, I'm, uh, while we're live, you know. But anyways, uh D-Style, can't call in working, but keep it up, bro. Absolutely, bro. Oh, good, man. I said, you know what? I'm happy a lot of folks are still working. You know, they're working out of home, you know, because I, in my, the industry I'm in, it's an automobile industry, so there's a lot of folks either they're home or they're, um, they're either home or, or they got laid off. Hold on, okay? Uh, Mario, I'm live right now on the, on the show, brother. Can you text me? One fifteen. Okay, thank you very much. That's Mario Serrano, the publicist to David Hannity. So he's gonna be calling in at one fifteen. So I definitely got some time here to chop it up with you guys and just uh, uh, hopefully come up whatever I can in my head to keep it going. I'm actually pretty good at that. Everybody says I'm, you know, a gift of the gab. You know, you're pretty good, Dave. You're always talking and stuff. You know, my mom used to say when I was a kid, she couldn't shut me up. So let's see if I can keep it going here on on leaving the ring. But going back to what I was saying, man. Um, speaking of folks, you know, they're, they're scared, you know, everybody's talking about their mortgage, their, their, their house payments. And you're seeing right now, like mortgage is trying to screw over, screw over the blue collar folks by trying to put a balloon or saying, yeah, you know, you don't have to pay for three months, but at the end of three months, you're going to have to pay the whole sum. And on top of that, that month mortgage, and that's just ridiculous of what's going on here. Um, no compassion with, for us Americans, you know, or anybody, any human, you know, uh, human being that's living here and going through these hard times. It's a, it's the whole world. The whole world is shut down. You know what I mean? And that's what's the crazy part is, uh, listen here, I'm not going to knock you if you have these really religious beliefs or conspiracy beliefs, but, you know, when you, 
when you don't take in consideration that there are people in fear of what's going on in their in their life, um, then that's you just kind of be the dick, aren't you? You know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like for instance, I'll tell you this. I know a lot of conservatives um, because the partnership and and you know it's a partnership. You know, some people think it's a franchise, but what what I'm involved in and what I'm an entrepreneur with. Uh, but a lot of my partners are they're conservatives and they are Trump supporters. You know, and a lot of them believe that this is either, well, not, I'm not going to say a lot of them. I can't say that. The few that I've spoken to have said, you know, that they believe that this isn't real, that this is just the way the government's trying to suck money out of us and, you know, or now the new thing is Bill Gates and et cetera, et cetera. Now, I don't know if that's even true or not, but I'm going to tell you where I stand. Where I stand is if whatever it is, hoax or no hoax, I don't want to get it. Right? I don't even want to play with it. I don't even care to, to find out whether or not it's real or, or not. Because the truth of the matter is, is that I just want this to, I want everybody to be in sync, uh, take care of each other, stay, stay apart, follow, you know, be, obey the rules that are, that are listed in your county, your city, your state, or whatever. And let's just hope and pray for the best. Now, if you don't believe in God, that's perfectly fine as well. You know, I am not a religious person. And personally, I don't believe in religion. And you're, a lot of you guys are probably going to now not be listeners of leaving the ring. <laughs> but I'm not a religion. Do I believe in God? I absolutely do. Do I believe in hell? Yes, sir. You know, but I don't believe in religion. I'm not a religious person. I never have. My mother is. I was baptized Catholic. You know, my, you know, my kids were baptized. The whole works. But I always felt like I had, you have to give them the opportunity uh, when they grow up. You know, my dad was fortunate to, to allow that with me. You know, he was like, hey, because this is weird. So my mom is Catholic and my dad's Jehovah's Witness. You imagine that, right? So there was a lot of knocking in the front door, and then there was a lot of people never answering the front door. <laughs> Anyways, man. Hey, thanks, D-Style. I really appreciate that. Um, again, you guys want to call in? Certainly can. 347-215-7598. Going back again with people's... Um, your religion. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So we'll have him on, uh, Devin Haley, right now. You know, his uh, purpose is just texting me. He's got another interview right immediately after me, which is perfectly fine. Because uh, I just got some short questions. I think we just want to get down to the nitty-gritty uh, about pretty much about Ryan Garcia and uh, Javante Davis. Is there any questions you guys want me to ask him? Uh, let me know. Hit me up on the chat room here, and I'll post it up, um, you know, here on, on Leaving Ring. Don't forget to follow the rest of the guys on Twitter on Leaving Ring. Um, I didn't put it on the front page here. I should have and stuff. Uh, but you got, John, you know, Johnny Zig, who does the Effortless Talk Fights. You got uh, Evan Rokowski, the Aficionados, which is a really good show. Um, you know, Evan brings tons and tons of information in the business, uh, you know, perspective. Uh, Johnny Zig, man, if, you, you, if you've witnessed him with me, heard him, uh, you know, co-seat with me on numerous shows that I've posted here on YouTube, you would see the kind of energy Johnny, Johnny brings and stuff. You know, he's a, just a very knowledgeable fan and uh, has a great passion for the sport. You know, um, even the landscapers are still out there. You know, hopefully they're practicing the six feet. <laughs> Let me close this damn door before we get get any further in this, man. Give me a minute here, guys. All right, I apologize. I apologize. Anyways, again, subscribe to the channel. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit that bell button for notifications so you know that when we go live. And be sure to hit the like button, okay? And a landscaper. I think it's my landscaper that's out there. I thought I told them to, to uh, you know, take the month or, or whatnot. Or maybe I did it. I don't remember, man. You know? Everybody's got to earn that green dollar while they can. So, you know, I don't hate if you go out there and try to make that money. You got to support your family. Either way. One way or another, you got to support your family, you know? So I feel for everybody, and I pray for everybody, you know, that um, that's out there and, and you know, struggling and um, in fear and, you know, <laughs> I know, man. Sorry about it. That's what happens when it's a live show. 
you know, things kicked off here. Like I said, hearing the helicopters, uh, which is pretty, pretty, pretty alarming. I was watching 28 weeks later, and I, like at 1.30 in the morning, and then I hear helicopters, man. And I'm like, wow. Like right now, like really? The timing couldn't be any better, right? They have helicopters just hover over my house, you know, which has never happened. To tell you the truth, it's never happened. But now that all this stuff is going on, I'm, I'm starting to hear it starting here in a lot, you know, which is pretty alarming, you know. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty crazy, man. So I hope everybody's safe. I hope everybody, like I said, is practicing that six feet uh, distance, um, you know, wearing the face mask, gloves, wash your hands, wash your cola, do what you're supposed to do, cabronas, what your mom always told you, right? Wash yourself. Make sure you wash your hands, you know. So let's see. Uh, let's check out the line. See if anybody called in. Like I said, it was a last minute. Nope. So three four seven two one five seven five nine eight. Let's talk some boxing. I don't know how you guys feel about Dana White trying to try to make his green, right? You know, I I'm not against it, but I'm not for it. Okay, I'm not against it because the fact is the the fact is that he, everybody's got to make money. Now, he's going to say it's because he's, you know, trying to help the fighters, which obviously, you know, trying to help these fighters. These fighters, this is all they got going from themselves, for, you know, for themselves, you know. They, 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 that's just, this how, the other way it means how they put food on the table. And a lot of these fighters get sponsors, so they don't even, they don't even, um, they don't even get that, they, well, I'm say, they've never had that, that, They've never had to go out there and, and do anything else, pick up a trade or something like that, because they're solely in their whole life, they've been an athlete, and that's all they've been geared to do, you know? So it, it's difficult times, you know? And if you think it's scary for you, who's a blue-collar person, even a white-collar person, um, and then you're being told you're being laid off or, you know, because of the contamination, you know, they're trying to protect you, you have to, have to work out of home, or you just can't work out of home, if that's scary... For you, you imagine for these guys. So understand that he's trying to keep the, the money flow going, not just for his company, but for his fighters as, as well, putting food on the table for them as well, helping them out. But at the same time, at what extent? That's, I think that's what the main concern where I'm seeing a lot of people are either writing articles um, that are not agreeing with this move that he wants to move forward with. Uh, like I said, the rumor is at the Tashi Palace, which is not very far from here, um, Really nice casino. Uh, it's an Indian casino. Casino, um, but it's it's just the it's the the health factor that you have to put consideration, you know. And I think some folks were like, "Well, okay, well Dana does this. Does the boxing world fall suit? Meaning not having an audience there and just having the fighters." Well, this is what I say: if we had the testings available and the right protocols to make sure that everything's sealed up and that everybody's safe, I'm all game for it, right? And I know a lot of fans are game for it regardless of any of that because all they want to do is watch their sport happen. And Lamar, that's, that, that's it, bro. Yep. Which is what? It's past Fresno. Um, and, uh, which, like I said, I'm, you know, they're of course they're going to be game because they're not in that situation. They're not, you know, exposing themselves to to this uh, uh, coronavirus, right? And so, I mean, it's the selfishness in us that want to see this happen, uh, where it's no audience, and which we did witness with Showtime in their last in their last showing uh, for for March, uh, which was the new generation, right, with Brandon Lee. And, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, it, it sounded like a sparring session. I didn't have no problem with it because I normally don't even care. To, I mean, you're not, we don't tune in and listen to the audience go, ooh, ah, right? But now what we're seeing, which is there's reports like every day, man. Like, honestly, I got to tell you guys, I don't even bother listening to the news anymore. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll read a little bit, you know, early in the morning because I do get a, a, a brief uh, in my email, but <clears throat> I'm just like, what's the point of sitting there and just kind of, you know, of stressing out on, on something? All I could do in my part is be self-contained 
or follow the protocols that you're telling us that they're enlisting for us to do to keep others, other people safe, you know, right? Because we don't know if we have it or not. And because we're not being tested, if you know, if there's no need to test us right now or whatever, right? Whatever they're saying. Um, but, but, but like going back with Dana White and them, I'm not opposed to the idea, but I think that, that they have to think this out completely. There's got to be a very thorough strategic plan, not just for the safety of the fighters, but the overall staff of people that are going to be involved in, in broadcasting this. They're checking the Mexicans' backyards for carnasadas. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was going to throw some right after the show, man. <laughs> yep. Hey, you guys want to call in? Certainly can. 347-215-7598. Oh, man. But let's just say that they do find that, that they're able to come up with an agreement with the medical officials and the commission, and everybody's able to work this out. Get in sync of what's you know what to do next to keep everybody safe to produce this program the way the WWE uh, has did you know they they were able to do you know um, that would be a sight to see absolutely you know that would be definitely and you know I don't even know how the WD pulled it off because I don't follow that sport I think Johnny Zig would probably have more insight about that. I think that's interesting to find out what did they do, you know, how did they get around, uh, you know, I know they're, they're, I don't know if they're listed as an athlete organization, I know they're listed more as an entertainment organization, you know, with actors and stuff, so, but I, it still makes me wonder, how, how were they able to pull that off? I mean, of course, you're going to say, with money, Dave, you know, of course, money, but, you know, with the commissions, especially California athletic commissions, um, they're, they're not they're right now, they're nodding their heads like, no, like this is not going to happen, you know. And they have no jurisdiction, though, at the uh, Tashi Palace because it is an Indian casino and they do run on different rules, uh, different regulations that, that I am aware of. So it's going to be interesting. And going back with, with if he does this, does this spark up either top rank, PVC, um, Golden Boy, The Zone, Matchroom, anybody to go, huh, wait a minute, there might be something here. You know, uh, maybe we can't sit down. Maybe we can figure this out with the, with the, with the right uh, medical staff. But that's the availability that I'm wondering, you know. How many of these professionals are going to be available to do this? Because right now it just seems like everybody is, is swamped. Everybody is right now um, pretty much busy uh, and where they're at, it's uh, twelve fifty-seven. So we still got eighteen minutes before Devin Hay- uh, um, Haney comes on and talks to us here on Leave It in the Ring, man. Um, again, you guys want to ask any questions to Devin? Just uh, throw it up in the chat room. Hopefully it works and you can hear them uh, while we're live. If not, I'm just gonna have to throw the MP3 right up right after immediately after the show here, uh, me talking. So uh, hopefully you can hear me. Let me know in the chat room if you can't hear me or not. If you can't hear uh, Devin when he comes on. Again, like I said, you know, I I definitely am curious of where they would um, where things would go if if Dana White can pull this off here in California. Now he's talking about this island that they're going to purchase an island and, and 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 whatnot, and I'm just like, man, can't you kind of jump in the gun here a little bit, right? I mean, you know, we can't wait to the end of the month to kind of figure things out. Um, that's what I'm thinking, you know, maybe I think that's what everybody else is like. I think that's what a lot of these promoters are doing. They're, they're just waiting. They're giving, they're trying to wait out so that they can, if they can see, get more information, you know, because they're, like I said, there's new stuff coming out. There's new information coming out that we're learning and, 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 and slowly processing, you know, and, um, you know, it's that, it's that old saying, you know, um, uh, just, let it process, you know, uh, uh, take it in, just sit back, relax, stop jumping the gun. And I think Dana White is just trying to, you know, uh, I'm not, well, there's greed there, but I think he understands the marketing uh, advantage of, of, of him having, being that he'll be the only combat sport that'd be televised. 
and he would be he wouldn't have any competitors not just boxing boxing wouldn't compete with him but basketball football college ball any really any sport he'd be the lone wolf McQuaid out there in the combat world not just the combat world but in the sports world so i could see why he's beating the drum and trying to do this you know but uh, it's all it's it's always been that thing even in journalism sometimes you know you don't have to be first why not gather all the information first before you 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 go out there and you end up stepping on your dick and and then it's too late <laughs> you know, i don't know how else to put it i don't know how else to do it uh, to say you know i think that's that's I think that's where everybody that that has no skin in the game, they're saying, you know, like, why can't you just wait, you know, for the due process here uh, of us getting more information? Because, you know, they haven't really said, and there's like conflicting reports about what the president's saying and what what the scientists are saying. And, you know, you're going to have some folks that are just going to be, well, I'm going to take a gamble what the president says and, and whatnot. It's easier, this is uh, A-Rod 83-Rod, it's easier for WWE and USC to do it because it's only one promoter, not much, much, of, not much of loss. I don't, I'm not really sure what you mean by that, not much of loss. I mean, every, I mean everybody's going to have a loss. I mean, Golden Boy is one promoter. Um, the Zone uh, is an OOTT network. Matchroom is a promoter. Uh, Top Rank's a promoter. ESPN is a network, so I'm not I'm not quite sure what you mean by that, you know, because uh, the UFC and WWE, um, I mean, they they they've had scheduled fights, so they have lost money because of of it. And I think that's what Dana's main thing was is that he's been working. He said in an interview, you know, I can't say, you know, per word what he said, but he basically the overall was that we've been working hard. We had this ready set to go, you know. And it wasn't the main event that they were looking to put on, so they had to scramble right away and and find a good fight for, I believe it was Ferguson, right? Um, so, I mean, that's what I see that he's at. And I, I my understanding, that's what I think, that's why he's pushing forward, because there's money that's been dealt with, money that's put on the line, you know, whereas other promoters, well, they kind of like... You know, like I said, with the whole California commission shutting them down, there wasn't much for them to do, you know. Um, and that's why Dana had to go to the if – it, if it is going to happen, it's going to be at a Indian casino, which is the regulations are completely different. And they don't go by the bylaws of the uh, California State Athletic Commission. Loss in revenue compared to the whole boxing world. Again, like I said, it's um, I'm not quite sure what you mean by that because, like I said, everybody's a single promoter. Um, they work with networks. Uh, the UFC works with a network. Um, I think it's just taking the ground. Like I said, is that he had a he already had things in motion, and would have lost a lot of money. That I agree with you. That's what you're trying to come across in in your comment. Um, I'll put it back up here again. Um, that I would I would agree with you, but I think all of them do, you know. And I I mean, to not think that any of these promoters in the boxing world are not losing money, and their fighters, especially the fighters, um, wouldn't be an accurate uh, it wouldn't be accurate of, of the thought that you're thinking right now. Um, again, he's going to not a California controlled commission casino or arena or anything like that. He's going to an Indian casino, which they have their own regulations there. Um, I'm not even quite sure if they have their own commission. I can't remember if they do or not, because I remember covering um, when Goose and Tudor used to go there, or even, I believe even Top Rank's been out there as well. Um, the California State Athletic Commission would be out there. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure, you know, um, and that's why I say it's a rumor that that's where they're looking at. It's not confirmed yet. I haven't seen any of that, anything like that yet. You know, so, I, I, you know, again, I, I'm not one that's against it, but I am one that's concerned about it. Do I think it's the smartest thing to do immediately without getting, you know, 
all the information or 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 the right protocols and 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 the right people to oversee if there's an injury of a fighter um if there's no testing of any of the of the staff and the crews that are going to be there i mean you're putting yourself or anybody else uh in jeopardy whether i mean i mean look look you anybody arguing me could be well it's not really affecting younger folks okay but they could be a carrier and then they could take it home you know think about it i would i don't think i would ever forgive myself if i did that brought it home and came to give my mom a hug or a kiss or anybody in my family or anybody anybody else's you know parents that are that are up in age that are, their immune system is not strong enough to fight this off let's see here Well, there you go. Well, there you go. You know, you know, like I say, I think it's very, it's interesting. We're going to definitely find out soon. I'll uh, get that information. You want to call in? Certainly can. 347-215-7598. Uh, let's talk boxing here on Leading the Ring. Um, I was asked on the Leading the Ring Gmail, Dave, when all this kind of goes over and everything's said and done, um, everything's said and done, what fight do you want to see? come back is it a major fight or is it just any fight oh man and i was sitting there and i was kind of really thinking about it i was like what would i want to see first you know what i would want what i want to see because there's talks of Danilo and Gennady Golovkin going at it again the rubber match um you know obviously Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder is being pushed back is the is the rest time for Wilder is it doing any good for him uh Tyson Fury keeps posting up on his uh, Instagram. Uh, he's working out. He's, you know, staying in fit. He's in good spirit. Um, do I, is those the first fights that I want to see? Uh, right there, Joel Lopez. Thank you, bro. That is a hell of a fight I would want to see. Delfino <laughs> uh, 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 Lopez versus Cecilia uh, uh, Lomachenko as a, the first broadcast. I, I would have to agree with you. I think so. And, uh, you know, I think out of those fights I mentioned, the most competitive, more the most interesting, and I'll say why before anything else, um, why it's more interesting in terms of both men. One, you got Lopez, who's a knockout artist, who's been answering question after question. Lomachenko is regarded as one of the best in the world. There's no denying that, right? He's got phenomenal footwork. Um, he, he really knows how he, I mean, he understands his style. It's like secondhand nature. Just watching the kid, you know, in the beginning, I wasn't really, I wasn't there yet. I, I wanted to see when he got in trouble. I wanted to see how well he held up if he got hurt. Can he, and, and you got to remember this. I, I, I watched him from even back when the world series of boxing, um, you know, when he was on the Ukraine, the Ukraine team, and um, so there was like things out there. I mean, he, because he made things look so easy. I wanted to see him up against the wall. And then when he got in there with Jorge Linares, and some folks are going to be like, well, the Jorge Linares tells me everything I need to know about him, that he's just not that good. And, uh, and or he's old. I, I don't think so. You know, I, he's moving up. He's facing bigger guys. And Jorge Linares is no walk in the park. So both guys come in to me at the right time, right moment in their careers, okay? Who's got the edge right now? Well, I still have to lean towards uh, uh, Lomachenko. Abrox says Taylor versus Ramirez. Well, Ramirez is going to have Postal first, so that's definitely not going to happen. Um, let's patch in uh, area code uh, – Three two three, you're on live right now and leaving the ring. What's on your mind, brother? Three two three, you there, brother? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Who am I speaking Hello? to, man? Yes. This is Devin Haney. Devin, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? You, uh, Mara told me you were going to call in at at um one fifteen. 
So, but hey, I, I'll take it now, man. Thank you for coming on through, bro. I really appreciate uh, cool. it. Cool. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Hey, so let me ask you. So, how how are you? How first off, how's everything going for you, man? How's the family? How are you guys doing dealing with this old uh, epidemic thing that's happening around the world right now? Yeah, um, everything is 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 great. You know, as far as you know, everyone's everyone you know in the family is making the best of of this situation. Of course, you know, I'm 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 itching to just to get back to you know my everyday schedule. You know, going out and all that, but. You know, I'm I'm trying to you know um, get the best out of this situation. Let me ask you this, man, because first off, you've been a fighter your your practically your whole life, right? Mm-hmm. You, and, and mostly fighters are very isolated in, in overall because it's always yeah. think, eat, sleep. You know, the whole work is fighting. You know, working on your craft. This happening right now. What's going on right now? Does this is this actually a thing that gives you an opportunity to, I don't know, maybe do something you haven't done in your life at home? Um. Well, this is definitely the the most time that I've spent out at home rather than you know being in training camp or anything like that. But it's really no different. I'm really pretty much a homebody anyways, so it's pretty much the right. same. So it's, it's 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 not too bad for me. Of course, I miss going to, you know, restaurants and stuff like that. But, you know, um, it's really not that bad. So let me ask you, what are you doing? Uh, if, I mean, because I mean, you can only do so much at home. What is it? What are the other things that, that Devin is doing? Is there like, are you getting on Xbox One, the PSP, or just watching movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you binging in, on any shows or what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I play I play the PS4. I've, I've been playing a lot online. Um Watching movies, of course, you know Netflix stuff like that. Um, everything you can possibly do in the house, um, I'm doing. Um, swimming, I'm doing that. Uh, working out, doing that. Um, anything you can possibly do, um, I'm doing it in the house. Right, right, absolutely, man. I know I've been doing the same thing. I actually, been uh, getting on um, the Xbox One, Xbox One with my kids and playing uh, the new Doom game that came out and. You know, mm-hmm. oh, man, and I suck at it, but I'm sitting there because there's nothing else more we could really do. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I need to order a few books and start reading. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, it's a perfect time to start catching up with some books if you can come up with one in mind and stuff. But so so let me ask you this. Social media, you know. Mm-hmm. Is this a good time for you to connect more with your fans or people that are not fans of you yet on social media? Yeah, this is this is a time when, uh, you know, a, a lot of people are, are on media, social media and a lot of, you know, celebrities are catching up with their fans by going live with them and, you know, interacting with them. So this is definitely a time when you, 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 you can definitely interact with the fans a, a lot more. You know... When you kind of burst on the scene, and I had your dad on uh, on the show here, and this is about, mm-hmm. I want to say like two years ago, I think, um, or no, I think mm-hmm. it was the beginning of 2018. You know, you 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 came in kind of what the well, what I saw of you, you came in kind of very humble, collective, kind of shy, didn't really, you were not very outspoken. You did most of your talking in the ring, but of late, yeah, but of late going what 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 prompted you to open up when you had the chance when you had Bernard Hopkins in front of you man I mean this is the time you know close mouths don't get fed you know and I, and I learned that in the sport of boxing you know um I, I I can you know be quiet you know and 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 miss my shot miss my time or I can speak up and you know um talk myself into these big fights and 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 demand these fights and make the fans to demand them and um, you know get what I want in the sport of boxing. When when you spoke to Bernard and after you guys had that conversation, what was the conversation between you and your team? You know, because I mean, what I was listening to Bernard and even reading some of the comments of what what Bernard Hopkins had said, a lot of the fans were like, "I can't believe Bernard was kind of shrugging you off." I mean, him being at this at the state that you were at at one time, it nobody really thought that he was going to really follow through with that promoter hat. 
Yeah, um, I mean, Bernard was just, you know, doing his job. And, you know, it, at the end of the day, it was all respect, you know. Um, I just I just was, you know, telling him that, you know, I, I want to make the fight and why Ryan won't fight me. But at the end of the day, it's, it, it, it's, it's all respect. You know, I have a lot of respect for Bernard and, you know, what he's done in the, in, in the sport of boxing. Now, speaking about Ryan Garcia, you guys have been taking some jabs at each other on social media. I've seen mm-hmm. that, witnessed that. You know, how heated is it now between you guys? I mean, is this just a fair way of marketing your guys' this way of getting this, for you to get this fight, or is this some real bad blood starting to brew up between the two of you guys? I mean, of course, you know, this is this is a way to, to market to both of us. Um, it's definitely make the, making the fight uh, a lot bigger. You know, the fans are, are looking in on this fight a, a lot closer now. Um, you know, I think Ryan truly wants to fight. I truly want to fight. And um, it, I feel like it's that time now. You know, we've been egging it on and egging it on for, for some time. And um, right now is, is, is the perfect time to, to make it happen. So do you – I know between the two of you guys, you may want it, but even right now where everything's shut down, the, the shelter's in place, are you hearing anything back from Golden Boy or even from DAZN, who you have a deal with? Um, are they talking about possibly making this fight happen this year? As of now, we really don't know. We, we're we not in talks for, for no fight because no one knows when – when this is going to be over, but before this happened, yeah, we were in talks about trying to make it towards the end of the year or the beginning of next year, but, you know, um, this whole COVID-19 messed uh, everything up, so we, we have no clue when, when it will happen now. You know, I got to tell you this, man. There's a lot of fans that don't think you're ever going to get this fight. Well, how do you feel about that? You know, because, you know, it's that stigma that when you're that good and the other guy's that market marketable, it's a fat chance you're going to get him anytime soon when you don't look beatable. How do you feel about that? Is that a reality that yeah, you're I mean, going to I mean, sell or, or no? I, I, you know, at times I have thought of it like that, you know, um, that, you know, maybe one day I may never get to fight. Maybe, you know, um, he, they may go the opposite way. But this is why I'm putting the pressure on them, and, and I'm and I'm making the fans demand the fight where they don't even want to see him fight anybody else until he fights me. You ever have you have you watched other fighters how they've had to address um, address not just the fighters that they want to face, but the industry themselves? I mean, I remember Tim not yeah not to um, um, Sean Porter. I mean Sean Porter. I've had him interviewed him. I've, I've I've met him, really nice guy, you know, there's nothing bad to say about the guy, but he almost had a finally just start grinding his teeth and started to be very, very vocal. Is is that where you guys finally said, you know what, the Mr. Nice, nice guy is just not going to get me anywhere? I mean, like I said, close mouth don't get fed, you know, I learned that, you know, at a at a young age, and, you know, I'm just, I'm just now, you know, applying it into, into boxing. You know, um, I'm learning on the job, and, you know, once I saw that, when I started speaking up, how the fans started to react and started to to, to demand the fights on, on these fighters, it made me want to speak up more and more. Javante Davis is out there, too, looming, looming around. <laughs> Let me ask you, between those two guys, how do you rate them? Oh, I mean, I think they're they're both, you know, Cheng is a, is, is a former world champion, you know he had the he had the world title at one thirty at the uh, one thirty at one thirty five he has a, a, a secondary title but um, he's a he's a great fighter um, you know he's definitely a big name you know for a reason you know um, Ryan Garcia same I think a fight between those two it would would be great um, and and the winner fight me or however all, all three of us we if we did in like a like a tournament type of way. It would it would be crazy. Both of those fighters are 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 doing well, and they're both improving every fight. So, I what does it tell you? In the ring. But let me ask you this though: What does it tell you when you see a guy like Javante Davis showing up to the fight uh, out of shape or overweight, doesn't make weight? What does that tell you as a fighter that's disciplined and committed? I mean, it just makes me want to to lock in even more, you know, to to 
to, you know, be different and, and, and be better than, than, you know, my rivals in the sport, you know. Um, I, I want to be better than them. So I want to be better than them. So, of course, you know, it, it'll be dumb to make the same mistakes as them. Learn from their mistakes. Lomachenko, who's going to be possibly, hopefully, is going to be facing uh, Tefimo Lopez, said, Lomachenko said to Lopez, you have finally made it to my club. Well, you never got that opportunity. Um, what do you think about him saying that he's his, his own club, and now he's saying that Lopez is part of that club? What, what do you, how did you feel about that when he, meant, when he started kind of talking in that sense? Yeah, I didn't really understand what he meant by that, but um, I think maybe he meant he was a world champion or whatever. I'm not sure, um, but yeah. Oh, were you disappointed that you never your your name was never coming up? I mean, uh, you know, I mean, honestly, really, yeah, nobody yeah. really brings up your name. <laughs> was that disappointing, yeah, man? It's, it's crazy, you know. It's like bittersweet. I'm happy that you know everyone is is you know um, they know how much of a threat that I, that I am, and you know they know how much skill I have. But of course, you know, I want to make these big fights happen. You know, I want to give the fans the 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 biggest fights the, the the best fights um so it's like a like a bittersweet type of thing but you know one day that these big fights will happen you know because the fans will will demand them like I said so let's say these guys all four of these guys here they keep avoiding you do you do you end up doing the the uh uh, uh what's that um God, what's his name man why why am I just going blank right now oh God oh uh, the heavyweight um they would go to – he used to follow uh, Latimer Kalisco going, uh, let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. What's his name? Oh, Shannon, yeah. Briggs. Shannon Briggs. You go Shannon Briggs. Shannon Briggs. Yes, you go Shannon Briggs on them. You never know. <laughs> if, they get that, <laughs> if, if, if they get to that point, you never know. All right, in the perfect world, who do you go after first, man? Or who do you Ryan want Garcia. first? Ryan, Ryan Garcia. Garcia. <laughs> I hope so, too. I'd love to see that fight. I'd really, really love to see that fight. I mean, it makes sense. You guys are on the same network, right? I mean, it shouldn't be that hard to make happen. Yeah, it's, 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 no, you it's not think, hard at all. Think, right? it's, it's not hard at all. It's an easy fight to be made. Same network. Our promoters work together. Um, it should be easy to make. Well, there you go. Devin Hanley here on Leaving the Ring. Brother, I want to thank you again for coming through and speaking to us here on Leaving the Ring. I wish you all the best. I can't wait to see you get back in the ring and, you know, uh, where it counts and stuff. And, uh, you know, stay safe, man. Um, do, you have, do you still have family in San Francisco? Yeah, uh, my mom actually lives there. Well, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened here. Um, everything froze up and it just went off on me, Internet world. But we had Devin Haney on. So uh, that was good. At least I was able to ask him the questions and finish what I wanted to ask him here on Leaving the Ring. Again, we'll catch us again uh, here on the show. I apologize. Um, catch you guys later. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.